Glad to have you here. Uh, in a moment, Dick Morris will be by to offer some in- interesting insight. People are asking as we inch towards the midterms, people are starting to think ahead. That's why you're hearing a lot about you know, Gavin Newsom sort of grooming himself, maybe the Democratic Party trying to groom him to be the front runner for the Democrats for the race for the presidency. Uh, that's not going to happen. His state is just such a mess. I don't know. He, he like kind of like with uh, Beto, who I call the hands, the guy with the hands, Los Manos. Anyway, he uh, these are why we don't like politics. People like Hillary Clinton are why we don't like politics. People like Adam Schiff is why we don't like politics. I'll tell you who impresses me is, uh, and I, I I kind of approached it with a little bit of caution, but I saw Matt Gates last night, representative, and he's not only smart, but he's also incredibly articulate. And I think, usually I think that when Democrats don't like someone or they try to marginalize a, a, a politician from the other side, they tend to go after people they fear the most. Like Rand Paul, for example. Rand Paul, I, I, I like him. I liked his dad. Uh, but he has been painted as a, an extremist on the left. And so that tells you right there he must be doing something right because they don't like him. So, But the issue is whether Trump is going to run Again, and why won't he announce? So earlier today on Newsmax, I happened to catch a good portion of the interview with Dick Morris. And as I mentioned, he has been in, in politics going all the way back to the Clintons. In fact, he, I think he was an advisor to the Clintons. And then there was a big blow up. And uh, he has since become a, uh, a political hack of the right. And I've met him. I've known him. I've talked to him for a few years, going back a decade. He's a very smart man. Very intelligent. In fact, we were on, involved in a project together that turned out to be quite successful. But here is Dick Morris talking with John Bachman over at Newsmax, and they're talking about uh, what what is the Trump advantage? Well, first of all, John asked him, when is Trump going to announce? What, what is behind him not announcing officially that he's running and here's what Dick Morris had to say. Dick Morris joins us now. Dick, great to see you. You know, I named the book The Return, rejecting the title The Second Coming, because I thought it might be misinterpreted. Well, I think that's probably a good call, Dick. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> you know, you are confirming that President Trump is, in fact, running again. Now, when exactly is he going to make the decision known to all of us? Well, I think that's a matter for, between him and his accountant, mm. uh, not his lawyer or his advisor, but his accountant, because the reason he's not is that campaign laws are so arcane that these rallies he's holding, which cost several hundred thousand dollars each, maybe even a million, have to, would have to be paid for out of his campaign account and diminish the amount he'd have for the election. Whereas if he's not a candidate, they don't have to come out of it. So the minute he says those words, it's going to cost him several million dollars a year. So I think that's the issue in his mind right now. So again, you know, Trump using some intelligence here, he can go out and have all these rallies and keep his name in the news. He can come out with all these, these, uh, you know, he's become a brand, according to one article I, re- I, re- I read on PGA Media today. With all, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of emails. I'm looking for the unsubscribe because there's just so many of them that come from Trump 
But uh, Morris continues and says, there's something different about this possible re-election campaign that makes Trump unique from every other person who has ever tried to do this. Listen to this. Well, I think that the important point about Trump running again, and those who think that DeSantis or somebody else might run don't really understand this, is that it's the first time in history you've had an incumbent president in the past incumbent president running as the nominee of a major party for president. He'll get the Republican nomination. And that's a dual role. Whenever you're running against somebody who's unpopular, it's easy to make the case that they've screwed up. You just look at the gas pump, the inflation, the border, all of those issues, crime. But then once you make that case, they come back at you and say, hey, look, the Democrats clothe their failures in the garments of pessimism. They say, yeah, the border, a lot of people coming in over the border, but you can't close the border in this modern era. Uh, they'll say, yeah, I mean, there is inflation, but it's global, and we couldn't stop it in the United States. Uh, and how do we know you'll do better? And Trump has the argument that's the crucial winner. He says, I not only know I'll do better, I did do better. I did stop inflation. I did close the border. I did achieve energy independence. I did keep crime down. I, j I can do it again. And I think that that concept puts the race in an entirely different perspective. And that's a key element in our thinking about how we can go about winning this election. Now, Morris goes on to say that we have to not think of it as a shoe-in for people in the Republican Party. Uh, hands down, he's going to win. We, we can't let our guard down. It's still going to require a lot of effort on the part of the conservatives or the Republicans. And mechanically, it's that we won't wait to get the vote out. We'll be like the baseball team that doesn't sit back waiting for the three-run home run. Uh, we'll walk, we'll steal second, we'll advance on an error, and we'll score on a sack fly. <laughs> We're going to do... Oh, another like those old baseball analogies in politics. Here's uh, one more cut. Uh, uh, Morris really lays out, you're hearing a lot about how the Latin voters are, are really turning to the conservatives. Why are Latin voters turning Republican away from Democrats? Very insightful commentary here on the appeal, the appeal that Trump has to the Latin voter. The whole issue was, is America racist? Is it horrible? Is it a terrible place? Do we need to apologize for it? And Trump came out and said, no, America is a great country. We had problems, but we're overcoming them. We're solving them, and we're the model of the world. That resonated incredibly with Hispanic and Asian voters, the voters who were distinguished because they chose to be Americans. They came here often at risk of their own lives and the lives of their families to get a better future. And they know that America is their last stop. There's no other place they can go. And they are determined that the left insidious cancer, really, that ate away at the countries they fled, uh, Cuba, Venezuela, Mexico, Nicaragua, Guatemala, will not infect this country. And that caused a dramatic change in the Hispanic vote. You know, it's interesting, in 2015, when Trump first threw his hat in the ring, I was doing mornings in Tampa, and Tampa, if you don't know geographically, sits on the west side of Florida. And there's something known as the I-4 corridor that stretches from Tampa all the way to Orlando, uh, which is about central east. And then it kind of 
winds up north of Daytona, and it's no Daytona Beach, and then on to Jacksonville, and it's known as the I-4 corridor. And at the time that you know Trump had announced he was running, it was a big joke, uh, and it, a lot of people ah he's not going to win. But we noticed something in that region was that he was scoring incredibly high points with the Puerto Ricans. And at that time, there was a huge Puerto Rican migration. I'm not sure if it had to do with uh, devastation from a hurricane or what. But in, in any event, there was a at that period, there was a lot of immigrants coming from Puerto Rico. And they really liked Trump. And people were scratching their heads saying, you know, what is it about Trump and Puerto Ricans? But that's exactly the same thing that by, uh, uh, Morris, Dick Morris just said. People that come here from another country know what it's like to live in a socialist country. They know what it's like to have an oppressive government regulating the hell out of their lives. And they know what it's like to live year after year after year and watching your grandparents and their grandparents, and they never seem to get out of the poverty class. Then they come to America. And what do they see? A political class, the Democrats, basically shredding this country to pieces. And they're saying, wait a minute, this is a great country. This is why we came here. And that is why Trump and his Make America Great Again philosophy is very attractive. Something to think about. <laughs>